0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of After the Sermon Ends. We know that after the sermon ends, conversations begin. My name is Marcus Donaldson, and along with me for our conversation today is, yo, Jules. Wow. And Jared Cagle, who preached Matthew 5-5, blessed are the weak? Nope. Nope. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. (laughs) My man. So talk to me about it,
1: Jared. Yeah, meekness, uh, Marcus's favorite, is not weakness. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's strength under control or power under control. Uh, ultimately, Jesus here is talking about the meek. He, he's speaking to to kingdom citizens and the we know that our power, our authority, our strength comes from our source. Um, and ultimately the Holy Spirit residing in us as Christians, is cultivating in us this meekness, which is this power, the strength under control, um, and and those people, the meek, will inherit the land, will inherit the earth. Um, that promise of a new, when the new heavens and the new earth um, come. Second, Second Peter talks about that in the third chapter. Um, our inheritance is that new earth, that new land um, that God is preparing for those whom He loves, and and that's where we that's where we kind of touched on all of that. I think on on Sunday, meekness um, and and our inheritance as well. We talked about who who the meek are, and then we ended with our model, who is ultimately Jesus. The meekness of our Savior um, is unmatched. Amen. Julia, what were your thoughts?
2: I really loved the parallel that you drew at the end to the gospel. Like you just, it was like the full on, (laughs) this is what the gospel is that Jesus, while he was hanging on a cross, was still, remained gentle and meek, and how that comes from a place of the truest form of humility. And it also made me have this question. Not to just like drop a question right at the beginning. I love beginning. it. Richard, you're great at that. <laughs> drop it. But I was thinking, why? Why is that in especially our culture? I mean, I'm. Yeah, I guess I can only speak for myself. Why is that such a misrepresented word? Like, what in our culture makes gentle equal weak? Where does that come
1: from? Golly, Where that's did it great. start? Great question. <laughs> For those of you who cannot see us, <laughs> Head not. which would be all of you, <laughs> Marcus just nodded that off to me. Confusing because Marcus is so ready to answer this question about yeah, gentleness actually. in our culture as a man who gets up prior to five every morning to work out five days a week, not quite every morning, and and building his his stature as a man. <laughs> build bil- <laughs> Are you going to, are you going to bail me out right here or no? Nope. Nope. (laughs) You you still got it. You still got it. Uh, I think gentleness in our culture, um, you know, we're, we're taught to gain. We're taught to earn, uh, build, store up, you know, prepare for retirement, prepare for the future and anything, I guess gentleness kind of feels opposite of that in a lot of ways. And Anything that that is opposite of that feels like you're going backwards. Uh, that's my perspective. Maybe that's more so to my story. Um, but the, you know, this sort of a there's truth in that. It's a dog eat dog world, if you will. And I think that when people are so often, they're taught and they look around and they see that this world is, you know, th- what about America? It's the American dream. We, you you can make it here you know you you go out and you work you work mm-hmm. and you build and you grow and you develop and and you can have a life that's you know the dream um that doesn't speak gentleness you know that's the, that's kind of in a lot of ways the opposite of gentleness and so i wonder if we're hardwired for that you know that's where my mind went when you started talking about gentleness and that paradox here
2: but then i'm like technically if you have a direct under if you have a true understanding of what gentleness is, then you could still pursue it's not like you can't go out and work hard and yep like make money or like do all these things and not still remain gentle totally so why is where where did the switch happen? I'm like you're just saying that's just how we're wired it was just well like that.
1: that's that was the first thing that came to my mind. I also think that we uh we're naturally geared towards selfishness, right? And the more we, um, the more we cultivate selfishness by paying attention to what we need, what we want, developing our own, mm-hmm. then we get further and further away from. Because gentleness is a horizontal thing. It's uh, so this word meek, um, praus, I think is how you say it. Marcus will have to tell us because he's the real scholar in the bunch. Um, that word is really primarily used or translated to gentleness throughout the new Testament. It me, it it's really um, deeper, the deeper than that or in the original language, but we primarily use it for gentleness. But this, this thought of actually greater strength because you it, it's, it's having it's it, Andrew Peterson. You gave me this one. Who's not a Jordan, Christian Jordan, Jordan. Peterson. Uh, um, me, it's
0: yeah, it's, it's knowing how to use your sword and and how to wield it but keeping it sheathed instead
1: keeping it sheathed instead yeah um i yeah i i think that i think that when you think about that in in the context of our own day-to-day life we don't carry around swords but we do carry around pedigree and resume and bank accounts and family history and we want that to be um we want that to look good to the world and yeah. when we have a selfish when when that is added to a selfish mentality then we're we're just building up our own self and that's yeah. not you you're not gentle when you're tearing other people down you're not gentle when you're achieving 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 and not caring for other people around you i think this idea of meekness is meekness to our fellow man loving god first and loving others um it's primarily a horizontal thing and we have to start with that humility of paying attention to others first um if we're going to i guess you could say the antidote for for that selfishness is generosity and giving and you know just pouring out what you've been Mm -hmm. given um Oftentimes, that's the greatest act of meekness that you can that you can show. Rather than wielding your sword to defend yourself or to or to take uh, or to build up your own kingdom, you just give away what you've been given in a gentle and meek service yeah. to others.
2: It has to come from it has to come from humility, the meekness, mm-hmm. the gentleness. So that makes sense because we're not always collectively as a country willing to be humble (laughs) it seems like or just like as people
1: for sure
0: well that's i mean i don't think that there was a, a switch necessarily i think when you look in the old testament you see plenty of people who are um not at all meek um they try to vindicate themselves they seek revenge they um you know just act carelessly and violently and angrily um mm-hmm. and in America I think what we see is that idea of of individualism emphasized and even celebrated in our culture. So, you know, you have to sell yourself, you have to look out for yourself because it is a doggy dog world and no one's looking out for you except for you. Mm-hmm. Um however, when you when you adopt that um well when you're born again really and the Holy Spirit births that humility um and, and meekness then what you have is somebody who submits to not only the Lord's will uh, revealed in His Word, but then when you go day in, day out, you're not seeking uh, to glorify or vindicate or promote self necessarily. Um, That's and good. I, So I, I don't think it's necessarily a switch. Um, I think it's just heavily emphasized and even celebrated in our culture today.
1: Yeah. And the other interesting thing is that is that Jesus put this? Um, th- this this verse, Matthew five five, is not a command. It's actually a, a promise in that the meek will inherit the earth. The meek will inherit the land. Same word, um, transliterated. We use it constantly, or we see it constantly used in the Old Testament for the promised land of inheritance that the people of Israel would, in the mm. the, the line of Abraham would um, uh, would attain because of the promise of God. Um, this, isn't it interesting that God, or that Jesus said, the meek, so those who do not wield their sword to defend their honor and their their place here and mm-hmm. their what they've made and earned here in this life, they will inherit the new land. They will inherit the promise of eternity, which is, by the way, the land that the Israelites inherited was a mere shadow of what's to come. It's, it's, a, it's pointing to the greater land, ultimately, right. that we're going to inherit as Christians. And I think, it, obviously, it's very intentional that Jesus put those side by side to say, this is what they'll inherit, because they're, they're paying attention, the meek are paying attention to a greater promise, to a greater hope, to greater power and even authority. When Jesus says in, in Matthew 26 to, to Peter... After Peter cuts the guy's ear off, he's, he's like, do you think, in verse 53, do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father and He will at once send me more than 12 legions of angels? But how then should the Scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? So Jesus in that moment is incredibly meek, and a big part of that meekness is paying attention to the future promise of this must be fulfilled, i will accomplish what god my father has spoken and i have a greater hope than this like this is not it this is not my home this is not like this pain is necessary but when on the other side of that pain is fulfillment of of inheritance and promise um and i think we too need to take that same attitude into our day-to-day lives
0: what's interesting about that is a Roman legion was six thousand soldiers, so uh, twelve twelve legions would have it. been seventy two thousand angels, which in second uh, kings second um, kings uh, nineteen thirty five a single angel yeah. killed one hundred and eighty five thousand wow. men <laughs> imagine imagine seventy two thousand angels so here's this Jeez. Here's this Messiah who the zealots were expecting to be this uh, revolutionary political ruler. The Pharisees were expecting to be this uh, spiritual leader who would who would uh, overthrow all the um, oppressors by some divine miracle. And then the Sadducees, who were materialistic, thought it was going to be all about things and money and everything else. So this Messiah is saying, well, Jesus, the Messiah, is saying not only will the meek those who don't try to vindicate or or seek uh, self-glory and and yeah. everything else they'll inherit the land but also hey here's here's this messiah who's dying on the cross who after he was beaten and scourged and had crowns driven or thorns driven through his head here's this guy who's going to die on the cross for the sins of the world this is the will of the father mm. this is how my kingdom that's not of this earth is going to be ushered in. It's through my death and resurrection. Um, so I I just think it's, one, incredible when you look at the person and the work of Jesus and consider this quality, meekness, this virtue, how that should look <laughs> in his people when we try to imitate him. That's it's so good. Mind-blowing.
2: Such a scheme of the enemy, too, to be like— Oh, you think you need to submit? Submit to what? Why would you need to do that? Right. Like be your own god. Like of course that's in our culture because yep. it's such the opposite way of the gospel. Like you can't be your own god and be meek at the same time. Right. So it's good. Like, what a promise. Blessed are the meek. Mm.
0: Hmm. Well,
1: I'm adding to my... I'm currently adding to my notes, just in case I ever (laughs) preach this again, because you guys are dropping bombs right here. You cannot be your own God and meek at the same time. If you're good at math, you also heard what Marcus said about uh, 7,200... 72,000. Oh, let me change my notes, because I'm bad at math. Seventy-two thousand is one legion in in the, in Roman math.
0: No, 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 one Rome or one legion is six thousand. He said twelve legions, seventy-two thousand, and in in Second uh, Kings nineteen thirty-five, one single angel killed hundred and eighty-five thousand men.
1: There it is. Do we have our numbers right now? Just even if it's just for me. So six thousand is a Roman legion. Twelve mm-hmm. times six thousand equals seventy-two thousand. Yeah, I mean, Please that's, hold that's... while we wait for Jared all right, to I'm, in. I'm home. I'm right, home. Look, 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 look. <laughs> I'm back. Second
2: Kings nineteen
0: thirty five. And that <laughs> night, the angel of the Lord went down and struck hundred eighty five thousand in the camp of the Assyrians. And when the people arose early in the morning, <laughs> behold, these were all dead bodies.
1: <laughs> Is that that's uh, that's right after mm. I, Elijah opened up his or God opened up Elijah's servant's eyes to see the angel armies on the hill. I feel like that's 1st or 2nd Kings 18. Okay. Anyway, well, I'll do some research while y'all talk about the next question.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, my next question is, what does that look like today? What does it look like to be meek today?
1: Come on, Jules.
2: Like, personally speaking, or in our culture, or you just mean... Uh, both ends. No. So as a Christian, what does it
0: look like to be meek in your day-to-day life, and what does that look like as as uh, Christians, right? The yeah. the entire body of Christ today.
2: I think Jared kind of said that earlier. Like, you have to be in... If you're not aware of of how God is moving or who He is in your life, then like... You're going to constantly try to take control, which is not meekness, which I feel like we've already established. So I think just in every moment, no matter what it is, being willing to submit to what the Lord has, whatever that looks like, um, that's not a super like... Perfect answer. It's a great answer. Just always submit. Yeah. <laughs> but really. Well,
0: that's yeah. it, right? Always you were talking about bird dogs and everything else. so. <laughs>
1: I was. I don't know that people connected with that.
0: They sure did.
1: You I sure? got
2: it. Whenever you were saying it, I was really picturing it in my head. I love that. You were like, the dog trembles at the fact that it wants yeah, yeah, to yeah. go in for the kill or like yeah, attack, but it doesn't.
1: It's so natural for them to do that. Uh, side note, Second Kings 6, if you're doing some studying later, and it's Elisha. Not Elijah. I always get them confused. So bird dogs in the point, like in action when they've been trained to do this, they're holding their point with their arms up, their tail out. They're they're like stoic in this moment. But you can see, if you're close enough, their body literally shaking. With, they want to get in there to get the birds. Uh, and I think that's such a good picture of – of meekness, strength under control, power under control. They're listening to the word of command. So that's kind of twofold too. As you're answering that, I was thinking, how do we be meek? You know, in uh, today and in our culture, one listening to the word of command is is primary. Like we have to, we have to know. We talk about this all the time because it's it's primary. We right. have to know the word. We have to study it. We have to love it, and we will learn to love it. Just get in it, um, and then beyond that keeping our eyes fixed on the hope, the, the enduring hope that we have that will last. We have to keep our attention there because we're so quick to, to forget. Um, and so that, that to me is so important when, when Jesus is saying that in the garden. Remember, we do have this authority. I have this authority to call down legions of angels, but the word must be fulfilled Um, the promise that God, the promises that will be fulfilled from this. Um, and we don't carry the weight of that in our daily decisions because he's died on our behalf. Like we don't need to operate under that weight. Um, it's by grace that we've been saved through faith, but we are free to walk in this authority and looking, looking to him, um, as the author and, and finisher of our faith.
0: So what are some of the misconceptions of meekness?
2: That you're a wimp. <laughs> if <laughs> you're it. meek, you're just True. wanting an excuse to, like, you don't want to admit that you're weak, so you're going to think of another way to say it. That's what I feel like is associated yeah. with that word. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. And people Agreed.
1: around me. Right I agree. What have you heard? Same thing, weak, me, uh, weak, uh, wimpy, you know, don't, um, we don't, we don't cry, you know, don't cry. Don't, uh, uh, we, there's no crying in baseball. Do you know that movie? <laughs> that, well, that's true. <laughs> Do you, anybody know the movie? No. It's, uh, it's, uh, what's the movie with the girl? the girls play, the league of their own is what it's called. The girls, mm-hmm. the girls play baseball during the war while the men are off at war. And then Tom Hanks yells at one of the primary characters and says, there's no crying in baseball. That's that's the picture in my head is like we're, you know, we're, it's weak. It's it's wimpy. It's you're laying down and letting the world pass you by. I mean, um, we're not advocating for people. That, I think you said that earlier. Why can't you be successful and, and work hard and, yeah. and still be meek and gentle at the same time? We're not advocating for people to lay down and, and not work or not be proactive. Um, but it is that under command, you know, strength under command. Uh, and we—wielding that authority without throwing it around for our benefit mm-hmm. um, is a primary mark of, of kingdom citizens. Um, and we're going to cry while we do it, you know?
2: There, It's crazy to think that there were instances where people— I mean, even while Jesus was dying, where people looked at him and were like, he must be weak because of his actions. So I think as believers, we have to be willing to accept the fact that there are going to be times when people look at us and are like, oh, you're letting people walk all over you. Or, oh, you're like, like you just said, I'm not advocating that you should lay down and let people like, you should have boundaries for your life and goals for your life. (laughs) I just think. Yeah, the world might look at you sometimes when you're walking with the Lord and be like, why don't you just respond like this? Or like, why don't you snap back at them? Or why don't you... That TSA agent... Take action. ...at the (laughs) airport that
0: just gave it to me.
2: Actually, (laughs) yeah, that's so relatable. They're so (laughs) mean sometimes. (sighs) It would be easy to do that, but that's not... It's not the way. That satisfaction is only for a split second, and it's such a lie that that it will, like, prove anything,
1: you know? You think about the power of, like, in those moments when the TSA agent is just being horrible to you and you're, like, about to crumble. Think about the power in your smile, you know? Like, I... It's it's the killing them with kindness you thing. Love
2: but. it. One single tear coming out of one eye, yeah. but I'm still smiling.
1: <laughs> it's it's like a it's like you know what? I don't I don't need to respond to that right now. You know, and it takes me back to that Psalm 37. I don't know if you were going there or not, um, but to me this this uh, paradox between, or really it's more of a comparison in Psalm 37 between the meek. And the evildoers or the wicked, and he's David's painting a picture of what it looks like to be meek, fret not. Verse three says, "Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness." Like that's that's meekness, waiting on God mm-hmm. uh, and cultivating faithfulness while we dwell, while we're planted in the the season that He has us in, the land that He has us in, and doing good while we're there verse 4 delight yourself in the lord and he will he will give you the desires of your heart commit your way to the lord trust in him and he will act he will verse 6 bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday he's the he, vengeance is mine declares the lord in uh, verse 7 be still before the lord and wait patiently for him this this posture is that's what meekness looks like we, that's how you proactively um live while remaining meek. It's just a it's a committing ourselves to him daily and submitting to that authority and wielding the power that we've been given appropriately um, while doing what he's called us to do.
2: Yeah, you can't respond the same to somebody, a TSA agent or <laughs> or anyone really there's so many moments where I like have, You know, I'm like, oh, that would be so good to say. I'm just going to (laughs) like, like my flesh wants to act out. And then the Holy Spirit will just remind me of like, is that what I died for? Like in his kindness, he just reminds me like of Mm. how he lived and what he's done. And I'm like, you can't respond the same when you are constantly (laughs) fixated on like the truth of Of what the gospel is. Like you can't. It's
0: good. Like the bird dog. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm
2: shaking like a bird dog. Yeah. (laughs) Even when your flesh is like,
0: (laughs) I need to just, they deserve it. That's a good
1: word.
2: You
0: just submit and trust in the Lord. That's good. Well, thank you very much for listening. I hope you heard some good stuff. I hope. that as we continue to study uh, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount that you'll be edified by it. And if you're really excited to hear more about it, please join us on Wednesday nights at 6 for a small group at City Church. And then we would love to have you Sundays at 10 uh, to join us as we preach and teach the Word and worship the Lord together as a community of believers. Until next time.